Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Kathy Ransom, uh, author and subject of a documentary. And uh, she's turning into queen of all media. Uh, she also have has a... Uh, a Roku channel at this point. It's a work in progress, but uh, but uh, all all ends of the media I- uh, is being covered by Kathy Ransom, and she's kind of like the Grandma Moses of media. Never did anything with mo- media before. She writes a book, and she uh, ends up doing a documentary, uh, uh, a podcast, radio show, uh, a, a, a series prior to that, and uh, and then and monthly. Uh, Zoom interviews and uh, and shows uh, just to make and and her weekly also her weekly uh, uh, essays or or whatever you want to call them but her thoughts on ransom notes and everything wrapped around the term the branding of ransom notes she's really amazing like Grandma Moses uh, <laughs> started something later uh, in life but uh, she is the Grandma Ro- of Moses of media Kathy Ransom how are you. Well, I'm just fine today, Frank. You uh, sort of make me feel uh, embarrassed as you suggest some of the things that have happened, but the Lord has really uh, given me some opportunities to chit-chat. And, you know, I sort of think women like to chit-chat, but, of course, men never like to talk. No. I mean, you don't like to talk no, at all or anything like that. So, <laughs> uh, But it is fun to share with people and uh, spread the word of the Lord. And and, and, and sometimes I think about, somebody has suggested that sometimes my comments and writings sort of make them think of the the concept of the parable, like Jesus, not not that they're the quality of Jesus. I'm not even beginning to suggest that. But the concept that... uh, you take an everyday story and then try to make some kind of lesson with it, and who knows. But today, uh, I think uh, we're recording this on a special day that happens in our country each year. And what is that day called? Uh, Columbus Day, or uh, some other things they're trying to name it, but Columbus Day. Right. I believe even that uh, there is some suggestion that perhaps since Columbus didn't really discover America, that the indigenous people were here before him, that some people are beginning to refer to it as Indigenous Peoples Day, and that's fine. But have you done anything special today? Yeah, I I just got off a float in, uh, you know, a major float for WABC. I'm the president of, uh, of the Long Island Division. Of WABC Radio, and and uh, I was asked to appear and uh, and jumped on and off the uh, on and off the float, handing out candy to kids and to adults and to big kids and and older kids and everything. But uh, I, I did about an hour and a half off the float, just running back and forth, and and it was a good workout for me, and it, it felt good giving people nice. Uh, nice candy, and I didn't care what day it was. But uh, so many people, it was uh, Italian Pride Day, kind of too. Everybody uh, was saying grazie, grazie, grazie. So yeah, it was uh, it was a fun day. Well, that's that's great, and it's interesting that you said running back and forth, back and forth. Number one, I compliment you for uh, you're not twenty to be able to run for an hour and a half. <laughs> Uh, that's quite a compliment to you and your physical condition. But 
I was reminded, as you said that, of sort of what we're going to talk about today. Have you remember the old phrase? That maybe maybe you're too young to remember it. That some people are running around like a chicken with their head cut off. Have you ever heard that expression? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not too. I'm not too young for that. I heard that for sure. What, what does that What does that phrase mean to you? If somebody said they're doing that? Well, I think without going too heavily into it, uh, that the the concept is that if you chop a chicken's head off, um, it it runs around. It its nerves continue, and without a brain, without a head, uh, it it continues to 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 run, and it's running aimlessly. So uh, to me. If you're running around with uh, uh, like a chicken without a, uh, with his head cut off, what that means is that you have no aim. You're going frantically. You're going crazy, and uh, and you're running back and forth, back and forth, um, almost without purpose. Is what I would so, say. So, so your candy delivery a few moments ago was not like running with your t- head no. cut off because you had a real purpose, did you yes. not? You were handing out candy and, and greeting people, and you had a real focus even though you were running around. Well, I just read recently a very interesting story, real-life true story, about that phrase and about a chicken. Uh, they say that normally uh, if, if a head gets cut off of the chicken, that they can run a few seconds occasionally. They can run a, a minute. They do do it sort of uh, spasmodically and not in any particular order. I can remember when my brother tried to cut one off. He was very young, and, and, and the chicken had been given to us, and he was doing it in our basement, if you can imagine. And he sort of got it cut off, and the chicken ran around in the basement, and, and obviously it sprayed B-L-O-O-D around. Yep which, you know, didn't make people just real, real <laughs> happy. But uh, apparently, and, and you were you were right on basically about when that head comes off of the chicken, that the brain in a, a chicken is uh, in the small space of the, of the skull at a 45-degree angle. Now, I, I did this by research. Believe me, I've never measured the brain in a chicken. <laughs> and... And the cerebellum and the brain stem, which are what provide the the vital functions for making your brain and your work, they are in the neck, not actually right in what you might call the top of the head. So when the head is cut off, there's still part of the brain left in that neck piece. Then I kept reading, and this is why I did the study. Have you ever heard of Miracle Mike? No. Well, Miracle Mike is the headless chicken. They call him the headless wonder. You want to guess how long this headless wonder lived after his head was chopped off? Uh, Are you going to say five minutes? Well, you got the five part right. Don't say five hours. Five months. Oh, no. Yes, oh my gosh. Yes, yes, absolutely. This this chicken lived in Colorado. Well, that's where he was. He was back in 1945. Um, and he was part of a farmer's um, herd of chickens. And it was about time for them to kill a number of them to sell for uh, people's dinners. You know, that was their way of living. And that's what happens to chickens. Right. And he, he or one of his staff 
beheaded this chicken. And, and I guess I have to do a little detour here. Apparently, some people really like the meat that's in the neck of the chicken. Now, I like the chicken breast. I have to admit that. But apparently, that is a delicacy. So the owner of this chicken was trying to have a particularly large piece of neck because his mother or his mother-in-law, one of the two, was coming for dinner, and he wanted to offer her something very special. So he was trying not to get much of the neck, and in the process, he really missed the juggler vein of the chicken. And that's he was still able, this chicken was still able to do all of its vital functions primarily, even though it was clumsy and it, and it could run around and it could do, uh, it did a couple of things. Among other things, it tried at night, it would curl up and put its neck under its wing to sort of keep warm because it didn't have a head, a, a brain up there. I mean, it didn't have the head. Well, if you've got a special chicken like that, and it's living this long, starting to live for a long time, what do you suppose starts happening? Wow. What would you do as a news person if you heard down the road there on Long Island, somebody had a Long Island, no, they're not, what are they? There's some kind of Ducks. chicken that's got Long bread. Island duck. Okay, well, what if, what if you heard there was a chicken that was living quite a while? What would you do as a news reporter? You would go and investigate to see if it was a fraud or see if uh, see why this was happening. And Time and Life magazine and everybody else started investigating and visiting. And so this very, very wise owner decided to take the chicken on a tour. So he bundled him up. And they would go to places, and they would have these big... Uh, and so he started to get the name of Mike the Headless Chicken or the Headless Wonder. The really interesting part to me is, what in the world that I haven't mentioned yet that would a chicken need who lost his head by this time? Well, he would need some kind of nutrition, right? Uh, some nourishment Bingo. to keep alive? Bingo. So how are you going to feed a, a, a chicken with no mouth? Intravenously? He took a, a you're, you're very close. He took a, an eyedropper, you know, one of those little things you yeah. drop, drop eyes, drops in your eyes, and he put a milk-water mixture into that eyedropper, and then he would put it up at the top of the neck and uh, feed, his, feed his chicken. Can you imagine? I can't even imagine doing that. It's Amazing. so crazy. Amazing. And and they went around, and uh, he was he was famous. He took lots of tours. But one night when they were on a tour in Arizona, he was sleeping, the owner, and the chicken found a grain of corn, tried to swallow it, and choked to death. Oh, my gosh. The chicken had been valued at, Ten thousand dollars because it could it was so special. Can you imagine? It made me think of the, well, not much, not as serious, but it made me think of all of the people down in the tornado and and hurricane. Pardon me, the hurricane area of Florida recently, yeah. where 
they lost lots more than ten thousand dollars but it would still be a quite a quite a loss uh, so this little town uh, back there in Colorado I understand still has an annual headless chicken festival day every May would be sort of fun to go to at one time Wow now you know me I've got to make some kind of lesson out of this no doubt I know I know what can I say every one of us Frank every one of us we haven't had our necks chopped off, but we have handicaps that make life a little more difficult. Some of us are seniors and don't get around quite as well. Some of my friends who are in the 80s, you know, are on walkers or uh, have poor eyesight. Uh, people your age sometimes have uh, begin to have, oh, you know, uh, maybe you have some financial troubles, tra- troubles. Um, people have relationship with family that begin to get in the way. We ha- we have all kinds of, of things, and we have to figure out how to overcome those handicaps. That chicken, number one, had to keep fighting. It had to keep pushing ahead. Somebody was feeding it because it had to have a support system. That chicken had a support system, the owner with his little eyedropper. We, we too, as people, as Christians, as we have storms that batter our life, and I think of the Apostle Paul as he was trying to, as he was being taken from uh, to Rome to be tried. Uh, along the way, there were a number of handicaps he had, including a shipwreck, and he and the crew were shipwrecked, and he helped heal people, and he kept fighting, he kept doing, he kept witnessing in spite of his troubles. That chicken kept witnessing for its owner, in a way, by being the center of attention when he, had, when he took him on tour. The Lord has us on tour. And our job is to keep fighting and witnessing and sharing because we are the, God is our support and we are his team. So that's my chicken story for Columbus Day. Wow, I love that. What what a wonderful, what a wonderful thought. And, uh, and just, wow, I I just, I, I, you know, I, I have so many questions we don't have time for all of them but uh i i have i have a uh, you know a couple questions whether anybody ever close to uh to miracle mike uh you know did anybody uh, were there repeaters were people trying to uh get the same thing going or whatever it just uh, there's a million stories but i know that's not the point the point is the uh is the faith-based one and just wonderful kathy thank you very much well you're welcome and uh, i i have uh, since this is uh, going to be heard on October 17, yep. we have another holiday coming up not very long. It's called Halloween. Yeah. It's f- and, and it's in the month of October. It's finally October, which means the cobwebs and the dust in my house just became my Halloween decorations. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you never disappoint. That is absolutely wonderful. Kathy Ransom, everyone. And uh, she's the author of Ransom Notes. And, of course, 
That's what you've been listening to here. Frank McKay signing off for Kathy Ransom. We'll see you next time on Ransom Notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.